1: All right. Welcome to Money Never Sleeps. This is the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And I told you guys, we are going to be doing a lot of great things on Money Never Sleeps. You've been listening to the the radio show and the podcast for the past decade. We are introducing video. We're going to be bringing on a lot of great guests, talking about a lot of great things. Today, we are going to be talking about Digital payments, mobile payments—you know, it, it's a—it's an exploding business. Uh, the pandemic forced everything to go quicker. Okay, we are in a mobile society. We are in an environment where a lot of people are going online. They're going to Amazon, Walmart. They're going to Alibaba. They're—they're they're buying things online, and they're utilizing their computers. They're utilizing their mobile. That this is what they're doing. Uh, to date, this year it's it's already estimated that you'll have over a billion one billion transaction mobile transactions that's huge that is huge you're talking they they're they're estimating that we're going to be probably at about 2.4 trillion dollars us dollars worth of transactions within the next three years it's amazing and there's a lot of opportunity out there and the, the fintech and the digital payment processing and and this whole industry is is somewhat fragmented people think that you know, fintech, is, you have to have everything. You have to be the bank, you have to be this, you have to be that. That's not true. You have your traditional brick-and-mortar banks. They're doing their thing. They're embracing blockchain. They're embracing fintech. They're embracing digital because they have to. They're embracing the, the, the security that goes in there. You have a lot of cloud uh, uh, things that are happening. So cloud security, they have to embrace that. Okay, so they're, 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 they're breaking down things and they're in, implementing it into their uh, business model. And that's to help the consumer. Okay, and now today I'm, I'm bringing on a guest and he is the CEO and founder of BizMoney. He's Joe Gracca And Joe, come on the show and tell us what you're doing.
2: Hi, Louis. Thank you so much for being here today. I uh, really uh, enjoy it. And uh, yes, uh, I am the, uh, the initial founder of uh, BizMoney i've been around for quite a while so initially uh i started like a entrepreneur very young with 16 years of age and uh, after one business i started the second one and so on became eventually a uh, full-time business angel eventually i got into becoming a share position into business angels club and from there uh, later on i became a VC. The truth is that I enjoy much more uh, being an entrepreneur. Uh, I think maybe uh, uh, it's, it's in the blood somehow. So uh, I decided to uh, go back and uh, start building brands, which is uh, the area that I love most. In the last 20 years, I've been working essentially on helping uh, micro and small businesses uh, in the fintech area. Uh, we have.
1: Uh... Just for our viewers to know, see, Joe is in the middle of this major construction project and he's taking time to come on the show today. So that's the noise you hear in the background. We can't control it. We're trying our best. And so you, you listeners that are listening on iHeartRadio, on on Spotify and all over the place, you know, just bear with us. You know, Joe's just taking time in the middle of this massive construction project to be with us. Go ahead, Joe
2: thank you and um, so so what happened eventually is that uh, I got back uh, to uh, being an entrepreneur in the fintech area as I was explaining and um, one of the things I noticed when I was a VC and also a business agent because I've been sitting on the table on both sides and I jumped back to the other side and one one thing I noticed is that really Technology has improved so many things in so many areas, uh, like in healthcare, insurance, banking—you know, many, many things. But um, unfortunately, I think something is really behind, and that's where we are focused on: is that uh, building a business is as hard today for any individual as it was 40 years ago it's um
1: where where do you see the gaps joe where where do you see the gaps in fintech and what's happening right now as opposed to you know even five years ago
2: so the problem in essence is that most people just want to kick off a traditional business 99 percent, that's the case they're not in innovation and the other problem is they don't have experience so they need to build up that experience Typically it can go up to five years, which is a very long time. And then on top of that, they don't have available cash to build it up and hold on a long time to build up that business. So eventually they close down. And the statistics don't lie. It's it's something that happens in every country in the world, including the US. And I'm just giving you the low bottom number. I know it's much higher, like 75% basically closes down immediately between six and nine months. And if you look at the remaining which survives, like half a percent survives up to five years. It's a very, very long uh, roadmap. Now the industry, which is basically what they need is equity, has not been able to close that gap. So from all the demand, only one percent is covered, and that one percent essentially goes to innovation most of the time. So it's easy to understand that 99% falls off, and that 1% that goes to innovation picks out 3% from all the innovation offer and eventually is going to fund 1%. So we are talking about 0.0003% that eventually gets funded. So the way I look at it, if you go to a doctor, and the doctor says, well, your survival rate is 0.003%, what do you think? right? So the solution, essentially, for all the you're talking about micro-companies, one-man show, small companies, up to 10 employees, is in a very different corner. Now, they're not able to get to the cash. They need to gain the experience. So the solution is essentially in FinTech, but what we say, converging technologies. Mm -hmm. And those converging technologies will need to give an ecosystem. More more or less, it's like a lifestyle. Okay. That's why we focus essentially on millennials, because this new generation that's already here, which is basically, basically taking over from the X generation. Do, do, you think, do,
1: do you think that's that's the that's the driving force right now in in mobile and and fintech? The millennials and Gen Zs.
2: Definitely. If you look at their buying power individually, then baby boomers are much more wealthy. That's that's for sure.
1: Yeah, but but, it, but they, that's going to drop off over time. So because right. right now the millennials and Gen Zs they they equate for about fifty percent of the population globally. Correct. You know? and
2: they yeah they account for more or less seventy percent today of all consumption, and it's growing. Okay, right. so that means that in volume, right, they are much much bigger than any other generation right now. Mm-hmm. Individually, they are less wealthy. Because, unfortunately, they have not got, got the same conditions that the previous generations had. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the, the, the essence, the, the, the main problem. So if they would be able to get the needed equity, okay, this would be solved. But the equity is not available for them. So mm-hmm. we developed an ecosystem. Basically, it's like a super app. It converges all they need with AI inside that essentially they don't need to learn all that stuff that is needed to build up a business.
1: So, so, so break that down with biz money. What, what, um, just break it down so people can understand because what is happening on the back end is one thing. The user interface, that's something else because that's what people are interested in. Because a lot of times when you, sometimes people go on an application, uh, a FinTech application, it's a little confusing. So that ease of use is important. So what is it that you guys plan on doing that's gonna make it easier for users to utilize first? And what is going to be the, uh, the value for them by utilizing your system
2: well in essence this is more or less how it works and this is what we're aiming to do so first of all you have this super app that converges an environment which is more or less a lifestyle that means that you can build up a business or starting in five minutes without any cash almost Mm -hmm. that's point number one and what it gives you is a social environment a business social environment that you can learn from like-minded people or like-minded business developers or people that want to get into distraction. At the same time, everybody that gets on this ecosystem is also a consumer. Mm-hmm. So what, what happens in this in this in this lifestyle is that you basically have two roles. You are a consumer and at the same time you are a supplier of the system itself. It's a, it's a real social, let's say, business environment. Mm-hmm. So you have this social business environment, you get into a marketplace which is a new type of marketplace. It's not a shop, okay? It's basically uh, provided by AI, and that AI targets you based on the experience it has with you and some ingredients that you can give to it and manipulate it.
1: So you're incorporating machine learning into the system so they can learn the patterns of the consumer, and you have a marketplace where you're not just banking, you have the ability to to interact with with merchants and get deals and and build build an ecosystem that can be advantageous to them
2: yes the way you build this network up because that's what happens when you start a business is the people that buy from you and the people that you buy from okay mm-hmm. so you have instant access to them with a messenger system so basically more similar Look at it like an embedded uh, messenger that you know, which is c- quite common like WhatsApp or, or similar. Okay. But that's also embedded into the whole setup. Now, with one, in one click, you jump from your social network into your marketplace. Okay, and This marketplace is very interactive. It's basically more or less a search engine, but it targets you as well. And in one click, you are in this messenger. You are interacting with all these guys that you are connected to. And at the same time, in one click, you are in your bank. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very fast everything we do is based on speed so we have taken out all the bureaucracy everything is which is not important to build up your business mm-hmm. so that you have a huge amount of time and you are super efficient and your operational costs can basically well, go well. i'm going
1: to pause you for a second because I, I want people to understand the viewers and listeners to understand now you this is a multifaceted platform that you're building and biz money so for a small business let's break it down for a small business how does this benefit them
2: well first of all being inside this ecosystem okay you don't need to engage with a lot of services that you do today and your efficiency is so high that you will never be able to do it manually not even with an x amount of stuff that's that's point number one this this basically means that your operational cost can go down up like 70%. And due that, to that, that- That's that's big. Yes, it's huge. Okay. And due to that operational cost going down, and that's where we want to get them, because that's how they're going to finance their business, mm-hmm. building it up, we mm-hmm. give them a lot of free cash flows. Because in essence, business management is managing your free cash flows. Mm-hmm. That's how you make profits, and that's how you, you reinvest to build that business so what we do is we make it in a way that you get more free cash flows in your pocket and that all the services that you get from us are 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 basically paid in a very very tiny small percentage on a performance basis there's nothing you pay up front Mm -hmm. okay we're talking about half a percent now not even a credit card is that cheap today
1: right yeah credit cards are anywhere from two to three maybe sometimes three and a half percent depending you know with them with the transactional fees that they charge you know that's why they're growing by leaps and bounds um cool. so for a small business they they have the ability to work with they'll have the ability to work with biz money and go and and reduce their operational costs because you guys have will have an all-in-one package for them to manage to, to micromanage their their, their, their accounting and things of that nature. Right. So they don't have well, to bother with that. If they if don't, they have want it, if they wanted to go that route, but they don't have to
2: bother with that. Yeah. The accounting is done automatically for you. Mm-hmm. Right? So those ledgers, everything, whatever you do in the system, you know, those ledgers are done for you. So you don't, you don't need to bother with that. Mm-hmm. You get, basically, you get a lot of instant things like instant social network, instant marketplace, instant banking, instant business management which is typically your order processing your invoicing your accounting okay and your uh, let's call it items management where you can put your services mm-hmm. or or your products right? right 75% which is a report that came out from McKinsey last year 75% or more of business activity today is lost in bureaucratic maintenance it's not
1: like anything nope. else, like anything else is that extra, that extra fluff that's going to, it's like when you invest in a non when you go and make a donation into a nonprofit, you give them a hundred dollars and you know, sixty seventy $70 is being, is being used for their, uh, their payroll and, and stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, if you guys are knocking that out, it just becomes very interesting for a small business. And, and right now, that's the way, that, that's the benefit of the, for the small business. They save money, they have tools in front of them, makes it easier for them to run their business. They don't, they can reduce, they can reduce their operational costs. And how are you mitigating their risk?
2: Well, that's a very interesting and very good question. I really, I really love that one. So look at it like this. Once you are in this ecosystem, everybody is rated, right? The, the way you interact with the system itself, you are rated, if you buy something from somebody else, you are rated, if you sell something, you know you are rated. So what happens is the amount of data that is released in the whole setup is such a fashion that first we can, like nobody else, I can even tell you that no bank today can have a risk assessment on loans as we have. There is no way because they cannot check the systemic damage, which is going to happen somewhere on that roadmap from somebody who is connected with somebody who is connected to them, right? Now, since you are all in this system, what we can see is if there is somebody that is going bad, that basically will reflect on your business itself and we will alert you for that. So the risk is that you let these machines work for you for 24 hours, seven days a week.
1: So if there's a bad act or someone that doesn't, you know, pay the merchants and they don't do that, you know, and they're looking to do something, you'll get alerted. And as a, a small business owner or a merchant or whatever the case may be, they have the option to do business with them or not. But they'll be alerted that there's a risk factor there and and, and you're going to have levels of risk, low, medium, high, watch out, call your mother because something bad is going to happen, that type of thing.
2: Correct. And also in uh, today in on digital business online, you have a huge amount of scams going on, sure. right? which are not delivered, you know, uh, promises they're not f- fulfilled. In our setup, client is king. Okay, and there is no way that anybody is going to pay anything before the goods arrive at your door. Now, what you're going to ask me probably right now is how are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Because there is a risk from the supplier, they're selling the goods, not getting the cash. Well, that will never happen right and why will it not happen because all the players in this ecosystem they all have a bank account with us mm-hmm. okay so what happens is that when somebody buys something what we do is we just block the cash into your account it's never taken from you but you also have not access to that cash to spend it on anything else okay so,
1: so you're, you're you're providing you're mitigating the risk for the supplier or the or the merchant and you're basically saying hey they're not gonna give you the money now, but it's blocked in their account for the transaction. So when they get to merchandise, and it, once they get it within a few days, if everything's fine, then the money's released to, to the merchant. Correct. So the merchant sees this, right? Yeah,
2: okay. so what happened is that it's very convenient for consumers because you're not paying at the door anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no cash going on, there's no swipe of any card right? You have the package, you look into the package. If it's not in order, you take a picture, upload it, ask for a recall. It's sent back and it's done. And you know, once the merchant uh, receives his package back, your money is released automatically
1: as opposed to, as opposed to Amazon where they they, they'll charge you when it ships out and then you have to go get a refund, all this stuff. So basically you're, you're, you're pretty much, um, you're reducing the, the, the well. You're kind of reducing the potential for refunds because the money is just locked in their account. If something's wrong with the product, the merchant didn't do the right thing, so that's bad on them. But the consumer, because you said client is king, right? That's your tagline. Client right. is king. I like that. So basically, the consumer is in control. They're in control and correct. they feel like they're in control they don't feel like the merchants in control where you you have a bad transaction then you have to go and fight them for something and then correct. you have to go in and, and go on all these platforms and talk bad about them you know and then you got to fight to get your money back with the credit card company you have to wait like correct. you know 40 days correct. to get your money back
2: correct that's not the case so we do everything related to speed and secure even if the goods disappear along that road, mm-hmm. okay, we have insurance to cover that. So it means that all parties are always covered somehow.
1: Okay. okay? That's good. Now, that, 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 that's a positive thing, because you're, you're providing the service for the small business. You're providing, you know, putting the consumer in charge. You're, you're also letting the, the, the small business or the supplier know that, hey, you can sell your your, your products here, however, you will get paid just like if you were going doing a B2B where you're gonna give terms and the terms will be three days, four days, whatever it's gonna be from from shipping to getting to them for them to approve it. Now now in, the, in that instance, who's paying for the shipping? The merchant or is that the customer?
2: So the merchant is paying for the shipment. Mm-hmm. He has an insurance. So if the goods get back, that insurance will cover the shipment itself. Okay. Okay. Uh, at the end, what we want to, to basically achieve is that the consumer, right, needs to be treated well mm-hmm. at all times. Right. So, so if he has a bad performance somewhere, you know we will know that very fast, and he gets rated, and eventually no merchant will like to supply him. that's basically it
1: and then he gets you you get blackballed with on the platform and that doesn't work for them okay so now 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 let's move forward the supplier the benefit for the supplier now
2: well for the supplier is that he is going to deal with like-minded people he has direct access to his clients and he knows that whenever his clients want something doesn't matter what it is if it's in his range, he immediately gets a notice that that client wants something. So he doesn't need to go and trace that client to sell constantly.
1: So One- so, uh, so, on your, on your on what you're going to have on Biz Money is that, let's say I'm a customer and I buy something from a supplier. So basically, I am a customer of the supplier, not a customer of Biz Money. Pretty, uh, yeah, even though you are a customer of Biz Money, but the supplier knows and they're connected with me. So yes. they can connect with all me, right. they can send me stuff and all this other stuff as opposed to other mm-hmm. other uh, ecosystems where you they are the in-between and you may deal with the supplier and know who they are, but you're never in direct communication with them. On your system, you they can you're in direct communication.
2: Correct. Okay. They have the messaging and they can talk, they can even do video, okay. it's all sorts. Okay. Mm-hmm. And all these documents that maybe they
1: can do Vero that that can be good
2: maybe that would
1: be a good (laughs) idea
2: and um whatever they do right whatever they buy or sell now remember that this ecosystem it's a lifestyle that means that you besides being a consumer can build up your business inside this Mm -hmm. okay you can become an intermediary you can become a supplier of the system if you are in production you can put your services inside Mm -hmm. you are also consumer at the same time. So it's a new style of, of market economy. Okay, It's what we call, we call it, social market economy.
1: OK. Yeah? And where are you right now in the formation of, of the platform? And, and how far are you from the official launch?
2: So uh, it was quite hard to come up with this solution because, as you can imagine, in 40 years, nobody came up with anything so far. Mm-hmm and uh they don't want
1: to because that 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 kind of goes against what the brick and mortar banks want and what what uh municipalities what governments want they want the money you know that's transactional there's those little crumbs that sprinkle around they want all that and they're pretty big crumbs actually
2: so we basically wanted to look at the real problem and the real problem was that we have 43 million okay startups kicking off every year Mm and 38 billion closed down immediately in that first year. It's Mm -hmm. a huge amount of number. People don't even imagine how much volume this is, but I can tell you this is in the trillions of dollars. It's somewhere between four and six trillion dollars that is lost every year, and nobody is is tackling that, the whole issue, okay? Because it's also very convenient just to sell something, a product or a service to anybody that Mm -hmm. they want to use, these startups which are the most needed they're they're literally being squeezed out with a whole environment around them that forces them to pay for everything instead of helping them to build up their business
1: so your help with biz money you're looking to bridge that gap so that it can give them more more of the income that they have they can they can reduce their overhead by, by, you know, what'd you say by 60, 70% of their operating costs. So they can, they can reduce that and they can put that, that money back into their business to growing their business and continue to grow. And and that that's important. Okay. So right now, as far as timing goes, when do you see biz money launching? Okay. So uh,
2: well, We've, we basically finished everything. The, the hardest part was getting to the regulation. Mm-hmm. So that took us quite a long time and also absorbed quite some money to get through that. Uh, we expect that based on the status that we have now is that more or less in about 9 to 12 months, okay, we are completely launched on the market. Okay. So um, we have some tests to be doing. What we are doing right now is onboarding uh, people in the, what we call the, the better version. Uh-huh. So, if anybody wants to take part in the better version, they need to pre- on board, so they can do that right now. Uh-huh. And uh, if they on board, they get some uh, premium uh, facilities from us in the application itself, lifetime, uh-huh. and uh, they will take part in in the testing round, which will take more or less like three months before we go live, let's say global wise. Okay, so that, that's that's the uh, the roadmap.
1: Okay, so they they get involved now. the onboard them. They'll get some some free premium items, and that's that's the that's for them testing the system, working with it. All right, and now you figure sometime in uh, 2021 you'll be you'll be up and out. And right now cool. you're you're just in that beta mode and onboarding and knocking out the tweaks and getting everything done and getting the suppliers lined up so that that that's a positive thing so so now um let's talk about two things before we end the show first uh fundraising wise are you are you doing a capital raise for biz money at this point Uh,
2: well it's good that you uh, pointed it out we're going to start with a new round so far basically uh, we have financed everything with our own cash along this roadmap. Um, as mentioned before, most of us, we are zero entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. We have quite some knowledge and we you know, we, we had uh, the, the available money to kick it off. And uh, now we come to a point that we say, okay, so we want to open the doors. So we're going to uh, start with this A round, which is basically uh, uh, this listing is going to take off in about uh, two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will be running. Like uh, more or less three months, and then uh, we close it down, and then we will stop. Uh, We don't expect to be raising much more rounds after that. Uh, The main reason is, and this is, I'm I'm saying this with a smile, Mm -hmm. because look at this: with a half a percent that we charge, okay, which is nothing compared to what everything and everybody else charges today. Right. We have an EBITDA of eighty-five percent.
1: So, so you're you're you're. So your margins are very high because you reduce your your operating costs, which trickles down to the whoever's on your platform.
2: Correct. So, and we have the same principle that we preach to our customers, and the right. way we want to help them is get your free cash flows working for you.
1: Okay, good, okay. good. And then when you do when, this next round, when you do it, you're not going to go for another round because you'll be cash flow positive and things will be rolling, so you won't have to bring anyone else in. But, you know, are you guys looking at some point after that, which I mean, I know it's not going to be immediate, but are you, are you, do you have in, in, in the horizon and the plans of going public in some fashion, maybe, you know, doing an IPO, maybe doing a reverse merger, maybe, you know, entertaining a SPAC, are you looking at that stuff?
2: yes we will be looking uh to an ipo probably uh five years um, from 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 the point that we launch uh, the better version because that's the plan that we have and then we will open it to uh, the public yeah, that's that's the plan
1: okay good good you know joe i mean a lot of great information i think that our listeners and viewers uh, got a little lesson today from you and i appreciate it why don't you let them know how to how to find out more about it how to find out more about you Give him give him your details so that you know they if they are interested in BizMoney someone can reach out.
2: Go right ahead. Well, you can find me uh, essentially on LinkedIn. That's the uh, the environment that I use most, which is more business related. Uh, so just search for uh, Jose uh, Graca. Uh, if for some reason you don't find me, then just go to BizMoney. You know, put in BizMoney, and definitely you will find me. We are on the company page. I'm there as well, and uh, that's the best way how to find me. Um, I just wanted to leave one short message. I think this is a very interesting one. So what
1: What about the website? Do you have a website?
2: Yes, the website is uh, bizmoney.com. Okay. so uh, you can go there as okay. well. So the message basically that I would like to leave is like this. Uh, you can look at bizmoney, right, and you can see nothing, but you can look at bizmoney in a different way and you can see the future. Mm-hmm and that's what i would like to leave okay that's the message just look at biz money as a opportunity that it's given to you to really help you out and that's what we are trying to do here
1: and that's what consumers that's what suppliers and that's what any any anyone that's interested in investing and dealing with uh, biz money that's what you have to look at and I, and I call Jose Gruck. I call him Joe because I like him. He's a good guy. He has a, you know, he's a wealth of knowledge. And bringing him on the show allowed us to share that with everyone. So Joe, I, I appreciate it. You know, and he's 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 in Europe. He's in europe he's dealing with all stuff in europe and he's and i you know and i'm not so (laughs) but we're we're cross we're crossing the waters and this is global money never sleeps is global and we're we're doing a lot of great things but joe thank you for your time and for you listeners viewers just check out biz money find out more about jose graca and find out what's going on there and we're going to be back with you uh for the next Uh, episode of Money Never Sleeps. Uh, Keep in mind, you can find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Player FM, on YouTube now with the videos. We have a lot of stuff going on. And definitely you can find us on verohive.com. This is where we broadcast live. And thank you, Joe, and thank you for everyone for tuning in, listening.
2: I appreciate you, and thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Louis. Thank you. really, really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio.
2: In your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written.
0: So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother
1: thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.
0: All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show Louis Velasquez's affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.